Because and you're like, no, you're not. You're playing a game. He's like, yes, I'm making money while playing playing this game. And how cool is that? That's the kind of revolution or the kind of um, area that we're driving into. So I'm launching a crypto fund, and we're raising a hundred million dollars this year. And next year, we're going to scale that to a billion dollars just to invest into these technologies. And it's not only investing into it; it's also creating or allocating investments to build a better world and basically catapult our technology and this revolution too that we're in. So go ahead, Khalid. Um, let's talk about these games. How can we make money while playing games? <laughs> so you see that. So what I guess is really interesting about this whole space, and you know, I grew up uh, gaming. Uh, ever since I was seven, right, I played games like RuneScape, World of Warcraft, and I started playing Call of Duty. Um, so, you know, and may, maybe many of you might know Fortnite, for example. So now, what is the difference between, let's say, a blockchain game and one of these crypto or, or, or sorry, or one of these regular games that you might be playing on your phone or your PlayStation or Xbox or computer? Um, and the main difference really is, like, the items that you earn in the game the things that you unlock, the rewards, you know, the boss that you beat, the level that you complete, right? You earn an award, you earn some sort of token, um, and then that lets you unlock better things. That can be taken from the game. It can be taken from that digital uh, value and turned into real world value, real money. So you can take that token that you're making in the game or that the item, which we can call an NFT, right? And now you can sell it. For some bitcoin you can sell it for ethereum and then you can turn that into real money um you can turn that into real money on uh, you know and in, in that goes into your bank account um and and the 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 thing that happened or the thing that made me realize that this is such a great opportunity is i started to see that in uh when the venezuela economy crashed a lot of people in venezuela started playing games like runescape and they would play the game, do really well in it, earn items, and they would sell those items on sort of like a black market um, because, you, you know, you can't, there's no, it's not like crypto where you can sell something on Coinbase or you could sell it to, you know, other people or trade um, and it's secured by a blockchain and there's a market for it. You have to, like, make a website and, you know, you have to uh, try to sell your, your, your items that you unlock in the game to somebody else uh, through, through real money. Uh, you transfer it through a bank account or you send it on on paypal and sometimes people scam you right so there's no there's no protection there's no like uh there's no way of, of securing your transaction but they were doing this where they were they will be you know playing these games and then selling what they made or they sold they sold their account like imagine if you play fortnite and then you unlock this you know the skin right that skin you could resell it later on for more value or, or a higher price than what you bought it for or or you know just by playing the game and earning it right you're skilling you have your skills uh, you, you're playing just through your skills and you're earning this item and now you can sell it to somebody else and now you have this you know blockchain technology that sort of creates that permissionless marketplace where people can sell to each other and it tracks the ownership of these items um, you know so that's that's really what showed me that you know this is what's going to be the next big thing in crypto and in the world and now it's gotten to a point where half of all blockchain usage right like if you take all the blockchains that exist out there 
uh, everybody that uses blockchain, about half of that is being played or being used for games right now. So, you know, there's a lot of money to be made in it, trading it, even playing the game or buying in early. Um, so my fund that I'm starting, my investment fund is basically we're going to be investing on the startup stage. We're going to be finding these games that are uh, these companies that are like building the game from the beginning uh, and they want to release it to people and, and, and let people play it. But we're going to be investing in at such a low price that, you know, we can make 10, 20, 30 times return uh, if the game turns out to be really good and really popular. Um, but I guess, you know, I, before I go deeper into you know, blockchain gaming and crypto. Does anybody have any questions or, you know, what, what, is, what are your guys' involvement? I wasn't really here in the beginning of the talk, but how are you guys getting involved in crypto and how much, you know, do you know about it? What, what sort of interests you in that space? If anybody wants to volunteer to talk about it a little bit. No one, any questions about what we're doing or um, if you, you know, if what I was saying didn't make sense. Khalid, maybe um, tell them like what blockchain is, because I don't know if everybody does know what that is. Okay. Um, yeah, I think everybody is like new to this and they don't know much about it. So it's kind of like an introduction okay. to cryptocurrency and investment. So, yeah. Okay. Okay, great. Um, so thanks for telling me that. So basically blockchain, think of it this way. Um, think of it as like a digital computer, or if you ever heard of what a server is, right? Um, or like a cloud, like, you know, you have your iCloud where you can save your data. You could store your pictures on there. You could, or you have Google Drive or Microsoft OneDrive, right? You save your files on there. Um, maybe some of you use it for school, right? You, you access it to share files with other students, or maybe, you know, professors will send you files on their assignments. You submit them or upload them. Um, think of blockchain sort of as like a big database and you could just store data on it. So it's like this big virtual computer that you can't shut off. Uh, and, you know, what does decentralized mean? Decentralization basically means that this big virtual uh, computer is is like distributed between everybody else that's part of the network. So like, for example, let's say this bad actor, right, a, 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 a really, you know, a hacker, an evil person wants to take down Google Drive. They want to take down the servers. What are they going to do? They're going to hack Google servers, shut it down. You can't use it anymore. But Bitcoin, because there's so many people that own it, so many people that run it on their computers, so many people that use it, that mine it, right? The miners create more Bitcoin. And if you shut down a mine, if the Chinese government goes and says, we want to shut down this mine, or the U.S. government says, you can't, you know, you, you can't use, uh, you know, Verizon's going to cancel anybody's internet that wants to trade Bitcoin, right? Their, their node or their part of the network is going to shut down. But because there's other people around the world, like somebody in, in, you know, Brazil, somebody in India, they're running Bitcoin on their computer. So it's never going to die. You're going to have to shut down every single computer in the world to be able to shut down Bitcoin or to shut down Ethereum. Because the data, everybody has a copy of it on their computer. Everybody's sharing and, you know, providing that information and helping each other share that information on this, like, giant computer that's, you know, on the Internet. Think of it that way. It's like, a, it's like this virtual machine that everybody is building applications on. You can build a game on it, right? When you play a game at home, you download it on your phone. 
can play it on on a website you can play it on your playstation so think of like a blockchain is kind of like that like your device but it's just virtual and you can access it through your computer or you can you know trade and it keeps track of everything that goes on so yeah right exactly that's a really good point it makes it more reliable investment um because like let's say you own bitcoin or let's say the us dollar right this is a little bit extreme i don't like to talk about in extremes but let's just say theoretically the us government uh, you know collapses right this is very hard to happen but let's just say theoretically it happens right the us dollar is going to be a bad investment now right it's going to be useless but bitcoin because you can never shut it down because any as long as there's one computer in the world that's running bitcoin on it the the system it will stay up forever everyone can use it it's never going to shut down and you'll have that like think of it like in, uh, in i don't know if any of you have taken accounting or or no accounting but you have like something called a general ledger it's like a journal or a uh think of it like an excel sheet or it keeps track of all the different transactions you know zaid sent one bitcoin to to khalid or uh you know or i sent him half a bitcoin so it tracks that and nobody can come in and say hey zaid you don't own that bitcoin anymore um uh uh that khalid gave you uh you know we want to take it away from you nobody can say that because it's all rec- recorded and if you manipulate one computer that's holding this record right you change it you try to change it everybody else is going to say hey uh you can't change this record because we have this different record on our computers right so it's very hard to manipulate let me see somebody else said something in the chat let me just pull up the chat here so yeah i mean th- making money through cryptocurrencies there's so many ways you can buy and hold it because you believe that a certain cryptocurrency is going to go up in value um you can do something called staking or mining which is like uh if you ever heard of bitcoin mining you can have your compute like bitcoin is the way it's secured is you have this thing called a a hash graph which is like this cryptographic think of it like a mathematical problem and all these miners have to solve this problem okay they have to solve this like formula think of it like an algebra equation right you have to solve it so they have to solve this problem and one bitcoin is generated every 10 minutes uh to reward these miners for solving this problem and the more miners the more computers that join that net join this network and start mining bitcoin the harder it gets to mine bitcoin because there's so many more uh computers but you want that to happen why because the harder it is the more the price goes up the more valuable it becomes the more rare it becomes um the the more expensive it becomes to make bitcoin so it's going to go up in value so it that incentivizes right this is a good word here because what makes a something a successful investment is the incentive system why do people want to get into it why do people want to own it why do people want a problem and one bitcoin is generated every 10 minutes uh to reward these miners for solving this problem and the more miners the more computers that join that net join this network and start mining bitcoin the harder it gets to mine bitcoin because there's so many more uh computers but you want that to happen why because the harder it is the more the price goes up the more valuable it becomes the more rare it becomes um the the more expensive it becomes to make bitcoin so it's going to go up in value so 
it, that incentivizes, right? This is a good word here because what makes a, something a successful investment is the incentive system. Why do people want to get into it? Why do people want to own it? Why do people want to contribute to the network and help make it more secure? Is this incentives that it provides. So the incentive with Bitcoin is, hey, if you solve this mathematical problem, you're going to get rewarded with some Bitcoin. Um, so, you know, there's the mining, there's staking. What I would say for you guys, because mining is, a, is kind of expensive and it's, it's hard to get into because you need a lot of electricity power. It's very expensive. Um, I would say you could actually buy like uh, mana. I heard you guys were talking about mana, right? You could buy a token like that, a game token, and you can stake it on the game tokens website, like the, like the Central Lands website uh, on, on MetaMask. You can stake it and you earn like a profit off of uh, all the transactions that happen in the central land. So basically what you're doing is you're taking mana, you're investing it back into the central land. You're helping, you're, you're kind of being like an investor in the central land, helping secure the network, helping to reward players, right? So now you're not just a player earning money. You're kind of like an investor that owns maybe some assets, right? You own land in the central land. And you earn some money off of that. So every time somebody plays, every time somebody trades an NFT on the central land, you're earning a commission. So that's that's really the most cost-effective way uh, to you know to to if you're just starting out, I would say uh, to make money with crypto. Um, another thing I would I would say, do you have something to show us and guide us on how to do it? Um, yes, somebody sent me a private message. So. What I would say is all of this information is on YouTube. I would have to probably like sit here and, and show you for an hour. <laughs> I could do that on my computer, but <laughs> but you know uh, maybe we can get into that a different call one day. But um, I would say if you go on YouTube right now and you search DeFi, D-E-F-I, and I'll put that in the chat, um, and you search up how do I use something, and you're gonna think this is a very funny name, but it's called Pancake Swap. How do I use PancakeSwap? I'm going to send that in there. And then also DeFi. No, you don't need to know how to do computer science to know crypto. I don't know anything about computer science. <laughs> Maybe Zai can code, but I can't. No, I don't know nothing about computer science. Well, yes, we're investing in it. <laughs> but we're investing in it, exactly. You just need to understand the concept and you need to be passionate enough about it. But um, I would just start... Um, Watching a lot of YouTube videos on DeFi, watching YouTube videos on PancakeSwap, you can buy um, on Coinbase, you can buy Bitcoin or Ethereum uh, or even USDC, which is like a US dollar version of your, uh, or like a crypto version of your US dollar, right? It's like a one-to-one -one value, it never changes. And you can put it on your MetaMask and stake it on PancakeSwap and you can earn like anywhere between 10 to 16% of your money a year. So, you know, there's obviously more uh, higher reward ways to do it. You can earn like 100%. So there's ways to do it where you can, while you're holding the crypto, like Bitcoin or Ethereum, you stake it on PancakeSwap and you, um, and you earn like profits on what the network makes because you're contributing money to the network. And basically, PancakeSwap is an exchange. So think of it like the stock exchange, right? What, is a, what does a stock exchange do? You have these broker-dealers... When you sell a stock, 
stock exchange, you're not selling it directly to somebody. Let's say I sell a stock, I sell one Apple stock to Zaid, right? He's not buying it directly from me. I'm selling it to a broker dealer. They buy it from me for like five cents less than what it's worth, or they take a five cent commission off of that, and then they sell it to Zaid who, uh, for five cent uh, up like a, a, a commission, right? So they're making like five to 10 cents per, per stock that they buy and sell for me. So think of it this way, like PancakeSwap, you are the broker dealer, right? It democratizes finance. That's why they call it DeFi, decentralized finance, where anybody can come in and they can be the broker dealer. You could be your own Wall Street, right? With $100, you can be your own Wall Street kind of making percentage. Every time somebody does a trade, because you provided that liquidity, that, that, you know, that crypto to the exchange and people are buying it from you, you're getting that commission off of the fees. You're taking a, you take a percentage from that. So the pancake swap makes a percentage and you make a percentage. So you can have your Bitcoin just sitting in pancake swap, earning a percentage for you uh, every year. Um, so there's like two ways right there. You own the coin, which it appreciates in value. And then you're earning a commission and profits off of uh, uh, just holding it in there um, and, you know, providing that liquidity to, to the exchange. So there was an interesting question here. I actually like this question here. I'm going to take that, um, Khalid. So um, I'm going to read it out here. What are your thoughts on the amount of electricity and energy used for crypto, especially when thinking about environmental and climate change? I love that question. So I, I, I have a background actually in mechanical engineering, and my background is in power and energy. And the investments that we're making is is has to be ESG and environmental friendly. And I'll give you an example of one of the investments we're making. We're basically, you're familiar with the oil rigs, oil, right? And most of these oil rigs, they let out um, carbon gas, which is flaring. And they flare, and now that's, that's um, polluting the air now, right? And that's an interesting question because one of the biggest controversy is that almost 75% of Bitcoin is mined with dirty energy dirty energy means cold and that's bad and environment it's not very environmental friendly so what we're doing and we ask ourselves how can we invest and create a better future and leave the world in a better place than when we came as investors and we look at opportunities like this so we're going to approach basically like in guyana right now they just discovered a lot of oil over there. They're producing over a million barrels of oil. And all of their oil rigs, which is run by ExxonMobil, are all flaring and um, creating that carbon into the air. So what we're doing now, we partnered up with a technology, an innovator, actually. And one of these innovators were, were actually, it started with a young college grad that just came out. And this was a technology where it goes on top of the flare. It, it's a turbine. And then it sucks that flare in eliminates the carbon footprints and now turns that into energy and now you can actually mine bitcoin while eliminating and also um, playing a provocative role in terms of clean energy as well so those are kind of investments we're investing into now as young um, individuals like you guys are now in you guys could put your mind in and focus in terms of what can and ask yourself what can i do to invent or be creative, be different, to help change the world into a better place. 
and what technology it is. And I'll give you an example. The individual that made this technology, he, he came up with this technology, was only 26 years old, coming out of college. This technology was sitting in basically in his mind, in his um, basement, for about six years before it finally got into the marketplace. So this is something that could have been exposed to the marketplace six years before. But because he didn't have that exposure, nobody knew who he was, nobody wanted to invest in him, that technology never made it onto the market. Otherwise, we could have been using that technology and eliminating flaring, using that to create energy and sustainability as well. So where what had happened now was a fund came in, somebody introduced him to an investor, and this is why we're choosing to invest into different companies, into different startups, into entrepreneurs and great minds like yourself that you guys are going to grow into and be into, and to come up with these technology. And we actually fund that whole project. And now that person has a large contract with um, um, one of the large oil co um, companies in the world, uh, Ramco. And they're, they're, or they put in an order. So this person basically went from a nobody, just a great idea, right out of school. With an, and even though that idea sat there for eight years, now that person is, made, is making over you know, multi-million dollar contracts and deals and playing a good role in terms of um, the energy. So those are some investments that we, we're trying to push and trying to push other entrepreneurs and companies to invest into these innovative ideas to also combat um, the energy problem because it does take a lot of energy when we're going into a digital era and a digital world and how we're going to create that energy. Two of the biggest problems is energy storage. If you're able to solve energy storage, you'll be the next Elon Musk. The other one is tr waste. Waste management and converting weights to energy, that's another trillion dollar industry. If you're able to come up with a solution to solve those problems, you'll be the next Jeff Bezos. And these also energy storage. If you're able to find out what's the most reliable, efficient way to store energy, you'll definitely become the, the next Elon Musk because that's one of his, um, what he's trying to solve as well. I'll go through some other questions here. Hopefully that answered your question. Um, can I jump in here for a second? So I, uh, so Zayd and how did I, I, I don't think you guys met, uh, but um, I was, uh, I, was a, I was a speaker I, I, before you guys came in uh, for Hatun. And um, I think Zayd, it's, it's, it's really good to hear about um, all of the, you know, global impacts that people can make, right? Just by simply uh, thinking about 